0: Scratch scratch your
1: the podcast where we debate which track to scratch off some of the most known and unknown albums of all time.
0: We live in an era of singles. This is an album. People no longer listen to an album for the work it truly is. It kind of defines a band. It's just not something that people relate to nowadays. We've all gotten the dreaded started out as
1: a game which would track, track on the album would, would you scratch out, out if you had to Hey everyone, welcome to another exciting episode of the Scratch Track Podcast presented by the Dune Grim show
0: and co-produced by Mr. Ivest. I am the Dune and I am Grim and today we are going to discuss one of my favorites and that is Sky Blue Sky by Wilco oh and what a blue sky it is blue sky morning neighbor take (laughs) warning interestingly enough I I was pretty interested that they talked about where the title of the album came from did you read that Um, yeah and it was just a reference to a memory that Jeff Tweedy had about this Memorial Day parade in his hometown in which he was coming home from somewhere in the the parade Block, block the street and he could get home <laughs> yeah it's like awesome i guess there's only one way only one way home right
1: only yeah. one way home and i like the picture um,
0: it's an interesting picture with all the birds
1: yeah well that's what they said the cover photo is actually by this guy named Manuel presti and it is titled sky chase um but that helped this photo helped him win the 2005 wildlife photographer of the year competition oh that's cool so, yeah yeah and I had no idea it was actually a real photo. Like I looked at it and I was like, "Oh, it's a cool cover." But I'm like, "Whoa!" Now that I know it's like a real photo, it's it's a whole lot. It is really
0: cool, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. Well, Graham, I think we should actually take a second to remind everyone out there to go ahead and give us a like, like, subscribe. 2022 is off to a hot start. Yeah, pretty excited about
0: it. Um, Now, speaking of 2022 and just the Scratch Track podcast in general, one thing I've always liked is if we give a little bit of a shout out or acknowledgement to any of those whom are our dear friends that may have turned us on to such things. Now, I had heard about Wilco plenty. But for some reason, at that time, I just they were just a band that was off my radar, and I didn't really want to put them on my radar. And I don't know why, because they're one of my favorite bands now. Right. Um, but at the time, they weren't. But Mr. Fan of the Show, Mr. Mike Strohshine, was the one who know. turned me on to Wilco with this album. And so, Stro, big shout-out. Thank you, my man. Yeah. Well, I got to say
1: that it was passed on to me by you. And we did an episode last year where it was essentially like with Wilco, they have many albums, like which one do you start with, um, you know, uh, and everything. And, um, you know, and also which one was your favorite? Because over the years I have not been able to get into Wilco. I've tried and, tried, that, and did, tried. That's
0: where I was at and, then. Yeah. And
1: and I just I just couldn't. And then I knew we were going to do this, this episode. And I was like, all right, I'll listen to it. And actually this is the one that I I put it on and I liked it. It um um I, I think I liked the real melancholy feel to it. And yeah. you know, having done some research on it, really sounds like they wanted to be less experimental in the creation of this album. And they you know, they said they were influenced more by the Beatles, Beach Boys, and Stones. Um I could see that. You know, and which is weird though, because I think of those bands as pretty experimental, but um, it, it sounded like they just kind of wanted to simplify things in in the studio. Um, well, yeah, it is crazy.
0: And if you listen to what came before it, I mean, a ghost is born is I would argue a lot more experimental than this one. And that was the predecessor to this one. I mean, this is their sixth album. But right. see, now the band, honest to God, they like underwent they a lot of changes, and they started out. Is like, you know, before alt country was a thing. I mean, they were um, Tweety's previous project called Uncle Tupelo was kind of like the predecessor to that alt country and early Wilco sort of continued in that direction and it mm-hmm. wasn't until Yankee Hotel Foxtrot where they really like went into another direction and there's actually a really good documentary about that album. Now that is not That's my sweet. favorite Wilco album but I appreciate right. it for what it is because I mean dude for them that was like their kid A if you want to Okay put it to a band that is one of your favorites. I mean that album just like took them they didn't even make a left turn. They made like three lefts, <laughs> which I guess they were going in the same direction. <laughs> yeah, okay, I was gonna say,
1: yeah, and then, right. and then a right, and then a right, and then a right, and then right. <laughs> well, just kind of you were talking about a little bit that their their lineup had had kind of changed yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot, and I think you know with this album, the they had I don't know if it was two new members, but it's the first album with what Nels Klein and Pat Sampson. I think that's what I read. Those are. Two of the newer members. Um
0: that is now that's surprising to me because I honestly I thought that Nels Klein was on a Ghost Is Born. And that that Hmm. could quite honestly be a a mistake on my part, but I really thought that Nels Klein was was on that album. Interesting. I'm I'm kinda no, I know. I read it too. I'm just I'm looking down at it. Oh, maybe it was the band's first studio album with guitarist. Oh, Nels maybe Jim Klein, O'Rourke played played some of that, those interesting guitar parts yeah. on the other one. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But dude, um, I, I will tell yeah. you, like, both of those guys, Nels Klein and Pat Sansoni, I mean, make their mark known really, really well on this album because I will say um, Having seen Wilco live, like, dude, yeah. one of the highlights of that concert, and not just for me, but like f- clearly for everyone in the audience, was, dude, Nels Klein's solo on Impossible Germany. Like, oh, dude, it, it, it and oh. and Side with the Seeds. I think he does an awesome job on that, too. But like, oh. I just I like that he came in and just made his mark known. And I, I had not honestly heard of Nels Klein before that, but he. He's kind of um I guess self described or maybe not self described as a real like experimental guitarist. Okay. And in this album, I think he plays a little more straight ahead, but in yeah. some of Wilco's later stuff, like my my favorite album of theirs, Star Wars, he plays some guitar parts that just he it's almost like if uh Tom Morello was less like Turn to like yeah, I, I could only compare yeah, yeah. him to Tom Morello. Not that he yeah, plays yeah. that kind of stuff, but it's just I that he approaches it in a way that I just don't think anyone else does. Right. I gotcha. That makes
1: so. sense. Cool. Cool. Well, I will say after
0: listening to this album,
1: I'm you know, I dig it a lot. I really like I just like the mood, man. It's, I know it's very know. mellow. Um, and I feel like it's something I can kind of have on. Now we offline we kind of discussed a little bit of sort of some of the reviews and things um some people praised it other people's uh, other people like uh play louder and pitchfork critis- criticized it as kind of dad rock
0: um, and to those folks i would throw out a big fact fuck is that shit? you know because yeah. i dude i like this album when I first heard it, and um, I guess probably wouldn't be dad. <laughs> I guess I was a dad, though. Well, I, I guess, like it, and I'm not. I guess so I, I was a dad, but I, you know what? Still, go f yourself because I still don't consider it dad rock in any in any way.
1: Right. All right. Yeah. No. I. I. I enjoyed it, man. I, I really liked it, and it seemed to be at the time it came out, it was pretty successful for them. Like I think it, they said it yeah. debuted at number four on the billboard 200 and started getting some, some play. Um, however, uh, they did get some flack from some fans and, and media for kind of um, pushing it into some, com- some commercials. And, and so some of the, some Volkswagen commercials, they had a few songs. Oh, uh, interesting. So play, playing in the background, uh, you are my face. And, uh, the thanks oh, I get were were good playing one. in the background.
0: Now the um, thanks I get is one of those additional tracks that didn't There's make like it. Six of yeah. them, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, uh, so initially, yeah, it says that they recorded eighteen for the album, yeah. and then twelve of them were um, selected for the album. And you know, if you downloaded it on iTunes, you got an extra track, which was, I believe, uh, let's not get carried away yeah um and then uh there was also on their myspace page because i was still a thing at the time the thanks i get there was like a full band version so yeah uh you know they were they were experimenting with kind of some different packaging and and whatnot
0: now it's funny when you talked about what the music reminds you of and we we kind of talked about some of the criticisms or what the critics said about it. And Mm. there was a blender, I guess, gave it a three and a half out of five star review and the reviewer. Now, as much as I love this album and I, I, in in many ways take personal offense to some of the other stuff, I do find humor in this review. And it said, it often feels like the grateful dead's American beauty. If Jerry Garcia had taken Paxil instead of acid, (laughs) (laughs) dude i think that's amazing it it is really funny and now the and honestly jeff Tweedy, i guess had a thing with like pills like that that was his that was his thing and and there's even a song on i'm pretty sure a ghost is born about that called handshake drugs Mm -hmm. which is my favorite track on that album yeah
1: yeah you know i was thinking as you were kind of talking about Blender, gave it like a whatever a three and a half out of five I know you and I aren't huge into like ratings and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but maybe there should be like a dude and Grim show rating. Like what if we did something like eight stars, <laughs> like just something that it just doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. It's like everybody has five stars or maybe four, it's a four star restaurant. Oh, eight, like eight stars
0: total. I thought you were talking about yeah. out of 10 and I was like, I'd probably give it nine, but yeah, no, dude. No, okay. Just like eight, yeah, stars. eight like, stars, <laughs> eight and a half. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Eight and three quarter stars. I, I like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah so yeah i don't know it'd be a cool ranking system dude we'll keep i keep thinking about that yeah if that, anybody else has ideas please let us know
0: oh yeah below after you go ahead like, and subscribe and
1: comment later. below yes and while you're doing that depending on if you're uh watching us on youtube please know that we're on your favorite podcasting platforms and if you're listening to us on your favorite podcasting platform and you want to see our beautiful
0: faces well you can check us out on look YouTube. no further Dude, I got to say I I received an email the other day and I was pleasantly surprised at the amount of uh audio podcast downloads for the last episode. Yeah. It's like 629 or yeah. something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I didn't like write up my two week letter or anything, but you know, no. I I was I was uh happy with that. Yeah. That's
1: amazing. You know? So, getting that 2022 push, I guess. Yeah.
0: So. So, on the album, um Yeah. Want to the songs here? Or? Not quite yet. One thing I wanna I wanna talk about um, is the presence is in good. this album and overall of Jim O'Rourke, um, okay. who I guess is a pretty impressive uh, musician and producer in his own right. Well, but Jim O'Rourke was pretty instrumental, I guess, in uh, the production of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Because right. they wanted to go in this different this this different direction, have a different sound, and the producer that they were working with, um, when he mixed the album, they didn't feel like it had what they wanted, and so I guess Jim O'Rourke came in and he mixed just the first track of the album. I'm trying to break your heart, and uh-huh. the way and dude, when you listen to it, you'll I mean, it totally has all the experimental kind of shit yeah. that you would expect. So I guess he mixed just that track, and the band was so impressed they were like, "We want this guy to mix the rest of the album." Awesome. So he's kind of been I, I don't know like that? Doubly, we'll, huh? yeah, I don't know if I'd go so far as to say like a part of the band, but I mean he obviously he played guitar right. on a ghost is born right. and and he played right. some stuff on this album too. And one thing that I love is he's uh he's credited with feedback on Ooh. song number two you are my face which i think is funny because there is a really nice feedback build up yeah. when the song kind of really pops well, they, in there i did read though like he actually had minimal
1: involvement in this album it yeah like they in
0: comparison it, so. but i i like the yeah. fact that he's still, he still there you know and he did dude he did string arrangements on a couple songs i mean for minimal involvement If you're if you're having someone do your string arrangements, in my opinion, that's still pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it's not like he was in the background doing
0: alternate percussion. (laughs) Well, he was actually on song. Well, I mean, yeah, but (laughs) but But I love and dude, if you can get credited with with feedback on a song like that, you win. Like he just played the he played the shakers on this album. Yeah,
1: they said, look, we know you basically did everything on the past two albums. We're kind of wanting to go in a different direction. Here are the shakers,
0: yeah. So. But for this song, just turn up the volume on the guitar, don't play anything, and just hold it real close to the amp until just <laughs> I yeah, love it. Do that. I love it. Do that, love it. So, uh, with that, Grim, yeah, I think, uh, I think we can kind of get into the tracks there, Deuteronomy. I'm good either way. Either. Oh, wow, oh, you like that wow. segue? Yeah. I do, and, right. and honestly really really like how that album starts it, it oh, like either dude. way sets the tone in such a nice mm-hmm. way and in, in the way how it, it like kind of subtly comes in and dude the guitar is it's so it, it
1: literally itself is very warm and inviting yes. just the sound of that that guitar and i think that's what hit me right when i first listened to this album and i'd kind of been waiting Wait, give me a sign, universe, to like yeah. this band, and dude. I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is this is really good." Oh, um, and, you know,
0: you know, ahead. one thing I forgot to say, and I'm sorry because we already started the tracks, but I'm <sighs> I'm, throwing, I'm calling the audible and I'm doing Just it. Just
1: start the episode over,
0: dude. They recorded this album in the way I've always wanted to record albums, and I, I guess I have, but not Naked. nearly as freaking cool. No, dude, the studio that they used is the Wilco Loft in Chicago. So, apparently, they have this, like, I don't know if it's a whole floor or what of of a building. And, like, since the time of, I think, just before Yankee Hotel Foxtrot came out, they have the Wilco Loft, and it is just, dude...
1: It's an there's Irving a, Park, yeah.
0: There's a, a picture of it in the album. I will actually Ooh. take a picture of this so that the the our lovely listeners can see it. But, dude, it's awesome. I mean, it's yeah. like this huge room, and it's like it's a studio, but it's their own studio, and it has all their gear in it, and they can just go there and record. It's just set up, ready to rock. Yeah, and and to me, that is – I couldn't think of a cooler way to record an album. That's cool. I track, it. Two. Um, tra- <laughs> track two. Track um, two. Yeah.
1: So you are my face. Mm-hmm. Um, I found it interesting though that this was one of the tracks that was used in a mm-hmm. in a Volkswagen commercial. I'd like to actually see that commercial.
0: I like, would I too. Yeah. I can yeah. only how imagine how it, it has used. to be in the part where it hits because that's what yeah. I love is. Either way, stays fairly subdued throughout that song. But when "You Are My Face" hits, you're going in a yeah. different direction. Well, and this
1: is where I need to warn some of the Wilco fans because um, there there are a number of tracks that just remind me. I'm not saying you know anything was stolen or ripped off or anything like that, but just I don't even know influence. But when I hear songs of like, the oh same gosh. riff here. It, it, it yeah, it, it reminds me of a certain song, and so. That part where you're talking about like where it hits completely reminds me of Neil Young's Southern Man. Um, The way the piano hits and that and the Uh, guitar, uh, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I could. It it, the way the
0: guitar, it's it really reminds me of uh, Southern Man. It just does. I I I I can't disagree with that. I mean, you're not calling Mm -hmm. it a ripoff. You're just saying it reminds you of it.
1: Yeah, you know,
0: it's the finest
1: form of flattery, imitation, right? So number th- <laughs> number what? No, it's number th-
0: a good good use of that line.
1: It is uh, number three. Impossible Germany, easily my favorite song on the album, dude. Like, ah, oh, I, don't know that, I for you, but it's easily my favorite.
0: Oh, I think earlier when I said um, shake it off, I meant side with the seeds, dude. Side with the seeds is. That's like with that an impossible Germany for me. That's like a one A and one B because that solo that- on side with the seeds when he ends on that high note. I mean it. Uh-huh. You're just like y- you could not have chosen those notes any better. But same thing. Like I said, when I saw him live, dude, this solo was easily a highlight yeah. of the whole concert for oh. me and everybody else in that venue. I mean it was. Now
1: when you know. I saw them
0: live years
1: and years and years ago. You did? I didn't. I, yeah, they played at Outside Lands Festival in San Francisco.
0: Did you actually and watch I, them, or they were just there?
1: Yeah. I, no, I was watching it for for a bit and then uh, uh, okay. just left. Like I didn't. I never really listened to them. I didn't. know Yeah. So if you don't know all the songs, yeah. When it's, I went it to fine. see like, I was like okay,
0: yeah, like Star Wars were like, had just come out, and I was like, holy shit, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah. You're like, I love Luke Skywalker.
1: Um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So, but now when they play live or played this song live, did did they kind of just stick sort of to the album version, or yes. did they kind of jam out a little more longer, like you know on the solos and stuff, or did it maybe they keep it pretty tight? Did they keep it they, pretty tight? Oh,
0: they're they're tight even if they extend well, it. But yeah. but I know what you mean. No, it was not like a dead thing where the song went on for like fifteen oh. minutes. Uh, they may have let the solo go a little bit, but I, I feel like in this song, I mean, it's almost six minutes long. The solo's got a pretty it's, hefty spot as dude, it is. I mean,
1: halfway through the song, there's no more singing, and it's just it just yeah. transitions really into that sort of. I will say a jam, not that they're a sure. jam band, but but halfway through, all of a sudden, it turns into a jam, and it transitions really nicely um, to different parts.
0: And I really. I love the odd World War II references in the song. Like, dude, Impossible Germany, Unlikely German. Japan. Like, Japan. like it's, it's just kind of a weird... It's, it, it it's, is. it's, it, it's, it's, it's interesting lyrics that I, you just won't hear anywhere else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, then we move on to the self-titled track. And we kind of talked a little bit mm-hmm. already about, you know, it, it. Sky Blue Sky kind of referenced the, you know, him as a child in a small yep. town and just, like, kind of wanting to get out. Now... This song also reminds me of another song, Graham. And you made mention to um, The Grateful Dead and the album American Beauty. This song really reminds me of um, Ripple.
0: Oh, really? Minus the mandolin.
1: Minus the mandolin. And I believe Ripple, I think, is more like finger-picking. And this one doesn't seem to be. Well, yeah, yeah, um, a little more, yes. You know, but right in the beginning, right in the beginning, I just feel like I can hear, like... Like Jerry, I expect Jerry yeah. to come in, um, and he does. No, His voice fair. reminds me of uh, a Jerry at
0: times too. It really does. I could see that, and it's um, funny because for me, this song like kind of goes back to the to the vibe that you had established already. In either way, totally.
1: Yes, yes,
0: I I, I
1: definitely agree. And um, you know, one thing once I once I kind of learned. About the the influence of the you know the the name of the album and, and I guess the song about you know the kind of cool story of him just being like yeah I'm this little kid and I already know like I got to get out of this <laughs> yeah. this, this place this, yeah this small town it re- actually reminded me a little bit have you ever seen the movie What's Eating Gilbert Grape with uh, Dude, Johnny Depp actually, and Leo? I a have
0: it, and my wife references that movie all the time. If you're talking uh-huh. about um, somebody who just really let themselves go. Yeah, I mean,
1: well, Uh, it's funny, though, because it kind of reminds me of of that because, um, you know, it takes place in this kind of like small town. Right. And it's like and they just want to get the hell out of there. Well, well, Johnny Depp is like he's like, you know, a little bit older and yeah, he's just like ready to go. But he's like, you know, Leo is is um, uh, I don't know the best way to uh, I don't know the most PC way to say this, Um, but, you know, he's um, has challenges uh, their mom like lives at home, and she weighs like four hundred pounds. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like, I knew the like, mom that was kind of like stuff. morbidly obese. He, you yeah. know, he works at a grocery store, and he's having an affair with like this other woman, and it's just he, you know, he wants to get out, and it just kind of rem- when I heard this story, it really reminded me of that of that kind of small town yeah. lifestyle
0: and mentality. So, well, and um, and the, the lyrics kind of say it too, where he's like, it's good enough for now. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, to me that that lyric really goes, and I, I guess I never would have put that together until reading more into this.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, I I, I wouldn't have either. Um, now moving on, track number
0: five, side with seeds, dude. Um, side with the seed. Dude, was it with I, the I, seeds? Yeah. Again, I <laughs> okay. love the lyrics. Some side with the leaves, some side with the seeds. It's just, yeah, it, it's cool. just a uh, a very interesting way of speaking, but somehow you can relate to it. Yeah. One thing, you know, I from listening to this and then listening,
1: you know, I I'm not as familiar with some of their previous work and everything. Um, they they have this thing where I noticed on a few songs. On this album, where it starts off very kind of slow and, and melodic, and then, and then the it song, picks up, and dude. then it song really picks up, and there's there's there is this I don't want to say a formula, but a little bit of a pattern. Sure, and it it really gets full, and the instrumentation I just think it's really exceptional. At the same time, it it still meshes well, and it doesn't overly show show off. Like I don't find anything really overpowering anything else. Yeah, Um, no, I mean, I mean, the the guitar does stand out at times, but it's not some like, you know, crazy like Eddie Van Halen (laughs) solo or something like that. You know know what I
0: mean? Like, it's 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 not, it's it's the opposite of what they say in Spinal Tap, where they're like, oh, it's just mixed around. I mean, Mm -hmm. it, it it dude, it's mixed so perfectly, it is, it's done very, very well. And Um, one thing I have to say that I think is funny is so you look at the lineup of musicians. So in this song, for example, uh, you had uh, Pat Sanzone playing the Hammond A100 organ. Oh yeah. Now, another band member, Mikhail Jorgensen, is also credited with playing the Hammond A100 organ and the Hammond B3 organ. Now, this Mm -hmm. is where I turn into a real nerd. So apologize. Now, behind me. I have a Hammond A100 organ, and the thing about Hammond organs is, it's all about the controls and what you can do with the organ. And why I have a Hammond organ, a Hammond A100 as opposed to a B3 is about an eight thousand to nine thousand dollar difference. <laughs> See, because the B3 is set up in its bench style, it's basically okay. an A100 is the exact same guts as a B3 plus reverb but me i never use a reverb because i bypass it to go out to the leslie but it's just interesting because they they reference both those organs but i mean for all intents and purposes it's the same guts in the thing and i'm i just i'm like why would you have an a100 and a b3 like you you just Uh have one of them the b3 is like When you've made it as a musician and you have money, you buy a completely restored B3 for like 10 to 15 grand. Where (laughs) me, I find a Hammond A100 for a thousand bucks and run that thing. And dude, you record it, you don't know the difference. Bob's your uncle. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Bob's your uncle.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. So sorry, that was real dork, but that's me. It's great. I think we need to just kind of shake it off, Grim.
0: Mm hmm.
1: Dude, again, I gotta say this. This one has another Grateful Dead kind of sound to me. Um, oh, to like, which one? The way uh, That's the thing. I couldn't. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't pinpoint which one it was. Maybe it's just the whole feel, the whole realm. But he does sound a little bit like Jerry. I think in the way the way he sings it. Um,
0: now let me uh, ask you: If you were to have to choose. Uh, because the fans really did not dig our format, Songs of the Same Name, which I think is an amazing format, but they did not like it. Anyways, would you choose this Shake It Off or the Shake It Off by Taylor Swift? Because I know my six-year-old daughter is definitely going T-Swift on this. I'm not. Oof. I would go with this one. I'm going yeah, well. Definitely. Go. definitely. Um, I was almost going to say, gosh, isn't
1: there a Stones Shake It Off? I feel like there should be. There's Probably. There's rocks yeah, off dude. or, <sighs> dude, or get your you rocks don't. off. I don't yeah, know. dude. It's but, such a good yeah, song. Exile on Main Street. Um all right. Please be patient with me. So I got another one for you, Grim. I feel like, dude, this is an Elliott Smith song.
0: Oh, I could see that. Yeah. If you doubled like, the, if, if Tweety would have doubled the yeah, vocals, yeah. double the vocals. No and, problem. Yeah. No problem.
1: Or like, dude, like part of me is like, is this like a cover? Like it it just has that oh, really? acoustic feel I mean it could I mean I don't think it is but no. it just has you know it's straight acoustic pretty much and then you got the lyrics it just has that I don't know it, it just has that that sound and, and feel to it Uh where it's it just is I really Smith to me.
0: I hear you on that but I, I like it because um of the lyrical content and anyone who's been in a relationship when you're going through a hard time I feel like yeah. you can relate to that sentiment because he says I must warn you I'm not well, and you know you're just kind of like, look, I'm just kind of going through some shit right now. So just you know, give me a minute. And I I just I like it for that because I think it's a really honest kind of song, and just because it talks about that doesn't mean it's dad rock. You know, other people go through stuff too. Exactly. Jeez. But as a dad, I can definitely see that too because like even with your kids, you're just like. (laughs) man <laughs> it's like i hate it here yeah oh my god that's the
1: name of the next song <laughs> yeah amazing amazing um yeah well now this one he has said horns that, in it doesn't it oh it's possible um maybe not anyways so tweety i guess in an interview said this song kind of describes a man who he like Tries to fill his free time with chores after. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. I was Uh, thinking
0: of the. This
1: is is the one over Christmas break when we were hanging out and we were playing this. And the song started. I'm like, people say I'm crazy.
0: Oh, yeah. John Lennon, dude. dude, 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 Yeah. Watching the wheels.
1: Yeah. Watching the wheels. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like just, just like right in the beginning, how how it kind of starts like that. And, um, you know, I love it, again, the world. It just reminds me of it. It just reminds me of it. Yeah. That's how I relate to it. And hey, I, all the songs that it reminds me of, I like them. So it's like, why wouldn't I like yeah. this? You know. So it,
0: yeah, yeah. The whirly in this song is is so hot. They do some real nice little fills and riffs and uh, so whirly. Way to go, Pat Sansone.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, moving on to track number nine. Leave me, Parenz, like you found me. Close parens. Um, one thing, dude, one of the lines that really stood out and if, well, if anybody's again, been in a relationship, but he's, uh, I sit on the couch, I sit on the couch alone where you sit when I'm not home and I feel so close to you. It's to me, it just feels like sort of like a, a relationship that's out of balance a little bit. Oh yeah. Like he's, he's like really just wanting to be close to, you know, his, his partner and maybe, you know she's not there or whatever she's gone and you got that loneliness and emptiness that you know sometimes can be in a relationship unfortunately but i just i don't know when i heard that line i was like man that's that's a good line i
0: know, I know. and and to me this is again it it's these like ebbs and flows of that totally almost depressed kind of subduedness of the album and then you go into walking which I right. love that it's spelled like Christopher Walken's Christopher. last name as opposed yes. to walking.
1: Yes, Pfft, lame. Yeah, this one definitely is the I think to this point it definitely the most uh, upbeat song on the album. Yeah, right? it, like it, it does have this kind of fun um, yeah so, sound and sound and, and feel to it, which isn't something yeah we, we've we've had. Um, but the song it gets to that kind of after the intro part, it kind of gets a little attitude to it. Oh yeah, um, you know. And um, yeah, they also, I think, I don't know if we've heard it at this, to this point in the album, but there is some slide guitar in this. Yeah, there is. There is. You know, I I don't know if that's been utilized to to this point yet, but I really like that. Just, you know, I always like slide guitar. It adds a different texture to it. um, And especially if it's not overused on an album kind of like this, I think it's it's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, I think What Light is a really interesting one. Yeah. And I think um, that's the one that they released first, wasn't it? It's like a free download. Yeah. Uh, what light? Was it? Was yeah. It? Okay. Um I guess that was like on on uh like the original I, I don't know if it was like iTunes or whatever, but like that was the song that you could download for free before the album came out. And I guess I I was originally going to say I don't know why they would have chose that. Not that I I think it's an awesome song. One of my favorites. But I, then, I love it too. Yeah. But then you could argue, you're like, well, shit, what about Impossible? Germany, your side with the seeds. Yeah. But those are longer songs. This kind of still yeah. fits in that little like pop song Single. sort of yeah. window um, for yep. time. Yeah. Um, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, and I, I just, I don't know. I like the, um, I, I've always liked the lyrics, you know. Yeah, just I, say what um, you feel, don't let anyone say it's wrong and it, you know it's right. basically just just it, 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 to me it's talking about art and people just like feeling that they can express themselves through their art cuz he talks about painting a picture I believe. Sure. Um yeah. Yeah, no, I this is
1: definitely a uh, one of my more favorite songs on the album. I really like it. Mm-hmm. Um then we go to And there's the a light, last.
0: what light? And then what he light? says there's a light. white light Light. yeah (laughs) trippy
1: um now we go Um, to last track on On and on and on well dude i i had no idea about this but he wrote it as an ode to his his father's experience after the (sighs) death of his mother
0: i didn't either trippy man yeah honestly when i heard that it made me like completely re-listen to the song in my head and just think about every lyric and you're like Jeez, man, that is, that heavy, is man. really heavy, dude. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: it's beautiful. I mean, like, I don't know how you could it have is. performed that song and not just wept.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't oh. know either. Because,
0: like, just talking t- about it, you're like, oh, I know. man. Yeah. Well, especially card strings.
1: Yeah, I mean, dude, especially it's having it the experience, almost telling it from the viewpoint of his father. And, like, yeah. his father must have been feeling and going through um
0: dude in, that line please don't cry we're designed to die like oh mm, that's a heavy uh, ooh. It's, it's it's a tough one man i know um yeah once i
1: you know i'd listen to it i was like oh yeah i really like that song but you know and i listen to the words and but all of a sudden they gain just like new meaning you know it, they they really do so
0: now it's um i'm gonna say some and i don't know if this is the case because I haven't read extensively up on my favorite Wilco album, which is Star Wars. But there is a song at the end of Star Wars called Magnetized. And I don't know if he's writing it like about him and his wife or it's about this, but it could almost be like a phase two of this because he talks about like, like, Having this picture of someone next to them when he sleeps, and he says, "I realize we're magnetized." Like, I I don't know. It it's just it's it's interesting because once I found out about that, I thought about that song too. And I don't I don't I like I said I haven't read if any of the fans know. Right. I would love mm. to know what it's about because I think you could also put it in this context.
1: Anyway, sure. No, I yeah yeah I could definitely see that. Well, Graham, now we get to the point in the show where. <sighs> I, th- I think you know we get to pick our scratches so if you guys are new here don't this is touch the it the point of the show don't is, t- yeah,
0: i do not want to perfect scratch. it's perfect
1: but <laughs> perfect. unfortunately this is the point in the show where if your disc got scratched and you had to pick one track that you could do without or you could skip over what track would that be so grim since you are the one who introduced <laughs> me to this album and let you do the honors
0: Take your time. Dude, it, it's hard. I, honestly, ready. I thought about this a lot. I didn't have my scratch when we started this episode. No. Oh, okay. Wow. So, what? in this case, I do have to go with Leave Me Like You Found Me. Ooh, really? So, I'll take my pen and I'll just... No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't just dare. throw
1: the album across. The yeah, album. just... No. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. but yeah I, I it it's tough because i I love the subdued feel of the album, kind of the real melancholy feel of it, yeah, um, but to me, I hate to say it it's it's like uh it, I guess I would have thought in the beginning it, it could have been between please be patient with me, leave me like you found me, or on and on and on, but after hearing what i or reading what on and on and on's about it it's such a beautiful in like touching yeah. song I, you'd be such a dick to scratch it yeah i hope I it's agree. not what you scratched <laughs> no
1: it's not but here's the thing so um i'll after i give my scratch i will um explain a little further so i'm actually going to go with walking um even though i love christopher whoa yeah um, it, here's the the reason I go with that one is because I kind of feel like it doesn't necessarily fit the album. Um, hmm. with uh, just the way it starts, like it's it is upbeat. And I, I know like that there's <laughs> just
0: <laughs> not yeah.
1: There's just not not that. Um, and that that was my that was I mean look here's the thing I really like this album as a whole and um I like the kind of I don't know the the whole feel of it and I just feel like this one initially kind of takes me out of that. Um, for for a little bit and, you don't think um, they even
0: get into the jam at the end when they're getting a you know no yeah I,
1: I mean I, uh, you know I, I like where it goes it's just you know initially that that takes me out and I could go um, leave me like you found me into white light um I will say okay. when I initially downloaded this and was listening to it the last track on the album of my download, was uh, let's not get carried away. Yeah, yeah, because that's the extra, and, and, right? And that was going to be actually my scratch, and I didn't know that until I started doing research. It's perfect.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it, perfect. Actually, it,
1: it, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, my backup actually was on and on and on um, because...
0: That would have been and, my and backup too. It's, it's so sad.
1: Yeah, and... I think White Light would be a phenomenal song to end the album with. I, I think that would be a, a great song to end the album with. Um, but then learning more about, uh, like if we had gone to overtime, I would have probably scratched on and on and on. Oh, just because shit. I think, really? Just because, just because I think White Light w- would be also just a great way to end the album. I really do. White Light. what light yeah white light what light whatever well he does say white light
0: in the song exactly that's why (laughs) why i get it
1: mixed up i know
0: i know so wow that's interesting um, i um i've always i've always liked walking i see i absolutely see what you're saying about the way it starts there is nothing else on the album that has that feel but i also too feel like At the the way it builds up and with the slide and everything, I feel like it does kind of build up in a similar fashion to some of the other ones we have definitely, Yes, definitely.
1: It definitely does that.
0: Definitely does that. So, well,
1: Graham, I think that about scratches Sky Blue Sky.
0: It does. I I still didn't touch mine, but, man, it looked like I was really going for it. Definitely.
1: Definitely. All right, well, I think it's time to uh, end this episode. If you guys have not gone ahead and given yeah. us a like, like or subscribe, subscribe, and, and comment maybe commented below, let us know your favorite track. Let us know what track you guys would scratch, because that's how the game is played. And we know it's a perfect album, and you can oh, yeah. scratch anything.
0: But you have to. Sorry. You know, man, when I pulled this album out, I looked for that yeah. first disc of my Nuggets record set, and it wasn't in there. wasn't there. Dude, you're just going to have to look at all, all of them. All of them someday it's just yep. gonna pop up, yes, it is.
1: All right, that about All wraps right, it man. up.
0: It is time to go on the dude and Grim show, show. Scratch of track is produced by the dude and Grim. Additional music provided by more. That's dot 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 m o r e And the Tims T I M N Z. Copyright 2020 to the dude and Grim Show.